Hello listeners and welcome to The Snippet, the hair podcast where you can learn everything you need to know to get the hair you've always wanted. Join your hosts, Sarah and Ashley from Bar Care in Brisbane as we navigate the world of hair. This is The Snippet. And welcome back to The Snippet. I am one of your hosts, Sarah. And I'm Ashley. And today we are going to be talking about salon products versus supermarket products. Yeah, so it was definitely big, maybe a few weeks ago now, um, Lauren Curtis, which is a Western Australia influencer, I believe, um, posted to her story about how she had run out of her good shampoo. She had some sun silk travel shampoo that she was just going to use and she used and loved it and then she just thought she loved like you know her hair was silky soft Mm -hmm. is it actually that bad so then she went to her instagram and asked her followers is do you think it's okay is it actually bad and it was very 50 50 a lot of obviously hairdressers came being like definitely bad other people saying nah i've been using it for years and it definitely just was a whole big (laughs) A big chat, a big really. Yes. Sure. And then she posts, there's an update. Like she posted a couple weeks like later saying that she spoke to someone about it that worked for Sunsilk and also is a scientist and had given her some information. So she posted this video how it's actually not that bad. So then fast forward to Sarah and I talking about it because I asked her, I was like, is this lady making shit up? Essentially. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because not that we're programmed to think supermarket shampoo is bad, but we are at we the are. same time. No, it's absolutely. Like when you go to hairdressing school, it's not being like, remember, supermarket shampoo is bad. It's just like that we have. Yeah, it's like. Been influenced like by on, I guess. Putting fluoride in the water, you know? You're yeah, just like, absolutely. This is what you do to keep your teeth healthy. So everyone drink fluoride in your water, and we're like, okay. Yeah, why not? So um, Sarah did some research. I did. In, I did. So, in fact, um, it was really interesting when Ashley brought this up because about three years ago now, um, Back when we all had a little bit more time on our hands at home, I did a, a oh, series yes. on our YouTube, which you can find on our YouTube at Barcare, um, of supermarket versus salon, a bunch of different things. Uh, so I did products, I did colors, I did lightning products, I did like fun colors, all this stuff. So check them out on our YouTube so you can see them. But the one I found quite interesting to begin with was the uh, supermarket shampoo mm. versus salon shampoo. So... What I ended up finding out is that, of course, not everything is the same, but in fact, um, the main differences between supermarket shampoos and salon shampoos is concentration and amount of active ingredients. So, like, she's right. Honestly, there, there are very few supermarket shampoos that are actually bad for you. Most of them have some pretty good ingredients in them. They've got, um, you know, they're pretty nice on your hair they, they've got some of the same actives that we've got in our things um it's just that most of them don't have as many yes, so you so might nice. have like one or two or maybe two or three active ingredients but we would have five or six six or seven is that why i guess it comes back to cost it does because they, the active ingredients yeah expensive exactly so 
Um, there's certainly nothing wrong with using supermarket shampoo, but I think what we would say is the reason that it's great to get um, shampoo from your salon is because they know your hair. That's especially if it's been obviously heavily coloured. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just... We are, we're here to recommend, right? We're here to recommend. So the reason we recommend salon shampoos, um, obviously... It's the unspoken thing is that we are, of course, affiliated with particular brands. You know, we've got that Curlab going on. <laughs> but also, like, they but, do, our color brand recommends yes. you continue to use that. And, of course, they do. But, like, also, they're, cut, like, they're chemically lightening or, you know, yes. damaging yes. your hair. So they're also trying to repair that with the same exactly. thing. So yes, when you're using a brand that is then affiliated with the color brands, we, one, know both products really, really well. Mm-hmm. We know what's happening with your hair from the damage perspective. And we also know that they have really carefully thought about the active ingredients and the combination of active ingredients to make sure that those are actually doing what you need for your hair. And we're recommending the right one for you because here's the thing is that we can recommend the best shampoo on the planet. If it's not the right one for you, you're going to hate it. Yeah. Same as with your skincare, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. It, uh, it goes off like how you like your hair to feel. Mm-hmm. How um, often you wash it. Yeah. What problem you think you have with your hair. Like it yes. all sort of comes back to personal preference, really. Like we're here to recommend what we feel your hair deserves after how we've colored it, cut it, whatever. Yes. Always personal preference. Yes. So... Takeaway is that you're probably not going to do any damage to your hair. And I say probably because there is some exceptions to this rule, which we are going to have a little chat okay. about. Um, but I think you, you're you safe in a situation where you that's all you've got. Like, go for it. You're not yeah. going to do any damage to your hair. But you'll probably find that the reason that you like the shampoo that we recommend for you better is, one, it's perfect for your hair, and two, it does have more active ingredients. Yeah. So, you know, we love... Much like skincare, those caffeine, niacinamide, those mm-hmm. things, you might have those in some of the um, supermarket shampoos. They're not in all of them. Um, we have them in all of our products. They're really good all-rounders. You know, there's specific ones that are tailored to things that you might find in some supermarket ones, but they might not be in others. So those are really good quality, amazing ingredients that they've kind of put together so that you've got lots of actives doing lots of different things for your hair. You also get the expertise of a hairdresser who knows what they're talking about rather than just randomly selecting something off the shelf. But, you know, I guess, yeah, even relating it back to skincare, it's all about investing in, you know, you don't have to, but Mm. when you do invest the money, it usually is a better outcome. Well, we were just talking about that today on our lunch break when we got one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes we get lunch breaks. It's amazing. Um, But we were just talking about our skincares and what we actually spend on our moisturizers because most of us, actually spend a lot more money on our moisturizer because oh, yeah, it's we were, yeah. like the thing that sits on the skin the most and we feel like gives us the most um kind of um i guess what's the word i'm looking for it, it does the most for our skin the moisturizer but also that, what like, the conclusion thing. we also came to is that lauren liked the feel of that one and you like the feel of that one absolutely because we've got different skin types yes just like you've got different hair types which is why speaking to somebody that actually knows about it that can recommend you something that you think might work is great and you might try like five different shampoos and like them all and that's great too you know you might switch between them like lots of people don't stick to the same shampoo Mm. and conditioner so you don't have to do that but 
Um, yeah, actually, just while I'm on this little side note, do you know what I think is really funny? People switch between shampoos and conditioners, and they're like, oh, no, my hair got used to that one. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. My theory on this is that your hair doesn't actually get used to it. It's just doing its job, so you no longer need it anymore. Interesting. Because say you've got, like, really dry hair... And then you use a moisture shampoo, and, like, oh, and then you're like, oh, moisturizing. It's not like I don't just. It's not working for me. Like my hair's getting a bit oily now. It's like, oh, it's done its job. You don't need to use that anymore. Yeah, you need no. a different thing. That's my thing. Unless your hair's really screwed, in which case you probably <laughs> need to use repair shampoo for the rest of your life, like me. But, um, <laughs> but you know, maybe that, that's my theory. Just as a little sidebar. That is a good theory. Mm. The thing I did want to talk about is, um, actually, do you, we're going to talk in, in more de- detail about this. This is just a little like touch on at the end, but this is the main thing I think you need to watch out for when you are purchasing supermarket shampoos. And that is, have you heard about the thing with the parabens? What about the parabens? The parabens are bad. Well, yeah, like the sulfates and the parabens. Yeah, which also, by the way, we don't believe either of that. But yes. um, we'll talk about those in a different episode. Because there's this false information that parabens are bad, mm-hmm. there's a lot of paraben-free options out there, which That's is true. excellent because it's really great to have choice. So if you're somebody that doesn't like parabens because of the information that you've heard, absolutely great that there's another alternative for you to use. Mm-hmm. And in fact, we do have paraben-free shampoos in the salon as well for those people that do choose to stay away from them. The problem is, is that... For supermarket brands to keep their prices low, unless they're the really big ones, like, say, <coughs> Pantene, which with the dirty word in the hairdressing, yes. which actually is not that bad, by the way. But, um, <laughs> please don't use plot it. Twist. Use something good. But plot twist, it's actually not that bad for yeah. your hair. I did some testing on it when yeah. I did my thing. So go check out what I thought of it there. But one of the things that they use to make it paraben-free, they utilize another product, which is hugely long and I can't pronounce very well. Um, And it is called... Oh, my God, I had to practice this. Actually, do you know what? Go watch on our YouTube. I learned how to pronounce it years ago, and I can't remember how to do it now, so you can hear me say it. But, um, yes, so go watch it. It's really good. But this particular product that is an alternative for parabens that is equally cheap, from my research that I did a few years ago, so if you have all um, alternative information on that, let me know. But that's the general information I found from a number of different reputable sources is that it can be quite irritating for your skin and it can also damage your hair a little bit. They use this as an alternative to parabens. So just be really careful. There other are, are other alternatives to parabens which are not like that, but they are more expensive. So they do tend to up the price of your products a little bit more. So just keep an eye out for this. Um, Again, go to our YouTube and check out because I can't remember how to pronounce this word and you can see the particular thing that I'm talking about and the particular shampoo that I saw that in and I will say that I did testing after that again in another video where I lightened that part of the hair and that was the only portion of my head block that snapped was after using that particular shampoo yeah so you you do have to be careful about those sorts of ingredients but apart from that talking about preservatives um you know all you're getting is less less actives mostly to sort of sum it up yeah Hmm. so you know if you want to get the the most out of your shampoo and conditioner come to the salon don't you think yes definitely but if you're at a hotel on your holiday on your honeymoon 
Yes. It's and not going to ruin your life. It's not, not going to ruin your life. Hair. Not going to ruin your hair. <laughs> it's not going to give you a coating of silicones and all the terrible things that we all say about them. Um, you're going to be fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, I do highly recommend, if you want more information, more in-depth information about this one, that you head to our YouTube and check out my Supermarket First The Salon series mm-hmm. that came out in 2020. And um, you can also find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and at our website, which is barcare.com.au. And you can also email us at barcarepodcast at gmail.com.au. And bark is B-A-C-H. Perfect. Yeah. So Done for another episode? Done for another episode. If um, I would love to hear you all out there. If you do have any insight into having tried supermarket and salon shampoos, um, give us a little bell and let us know how you've thought of it and we might talk about it again at another time. Okay. Sounds good. See you all later. Thank you for listening to The Snippet. The Snippet is hosted and produced by Sarah Mackay and Ashley Lockie for Bark Hair. Recording, editing, mixing and sound by Sarah Mackay. The Snippet theme song is by Jock Mackay. For more episodes, find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio or the Acast app. For more about Bark Hair or to make an appointment, head to barkhair.com.au. See you next time. Thank you.